0: KSBR Mission Viejo.
1: Orange County 88.5.
0: KSBR is a community service of Saddleback College Radio and Television. afternoon and welcome to the weekend. From Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman on listener supported FM 88.5 KSBR. Well, boys and girls, it's uh, kind of muggy out there. <laughs> Lots of clouds in the sky. It, air is so thick it feels like I'm back, back on the East Coast, you know. It's not. That hot temperature-wise, uh, right now outside our studios, high atop the campus of Saddleback College, it's uh really only 81 degrees, so it's a, a bit cooler than it has been. But man, the humidity is uh, way up there, uh, for us anyway. I mean, if you're in uh, Houston, Texas, or South Florida, uh, this is nothing. But uh, to us, it's quite a bit. Anyway, if you're fortunate enough to live in Southern California, is what you can expect tomorrow when you wake up. Mostly sunny skies. Well, it'll eventually get there, but we're going to have mostly sunny skies uh, for the duration of uh, the day tomorrow. And tomorrow will peak out somewhere around uh, 90 degrees. Overnight low tonight and tomorrow in the mid-60s. Looking ahead to the work week, as we uh, enter the second half of the month of July, can you believe it? Man, it's uh, going so fast. Well, Monday, partly cloudy skies. Tuesday, it's going to clear up. We're going to have afternoon highs in the uh, mid to upper 80s this entire week. Uh, unless you're, you know, at the coast where it's going to be 10 to 15 degrees cooler. Hopefully. I was in Dana Point last night, and uh, the temperature dropped 20 degrees. I live in Laguna Niguel. I'm about three or four miles from the coast, and yet uh, the temperature was quite different. About 10 or 15 degrees. It was actually cold. Well, boys and girls, another great show, as always, lined up. This perhaps could be my last show in the old studios here at KSBR Studio B here we started uh, let's see I started 18 years ago in uh, Studio A now we're in uh, well what used to be Studio B and we're moving into a brand new facility in a new part of a newly renovated part of the uh, Learning Resource Center the main part of the library and uh Man, the equipment is so cool and we've got so much room. So, uh, expect to see more or hear more performance artists over the coming, uh, com- coming year. Cause we will have room to do that, uh, quite well. But I'm looking forward to it. Gonna miss these old, uh, studios. <laughs> a lot of, uh, a lot of great tunes here. Anyway, enough. Let's... Talk about our, our feature is actually gonna be, well, we're gonna talk about the Apollo 11. In my lifetime, the greatest event I ever saw, the manned, uh, the manned space flight of Apollo 11. It launched from, uh, the Kennedy Space Center on Merritt Island, Florida on July 16th. Today being the 15th, I've decided as I've done in the past, to feature the music of Pink Floyd, because who better to present music about space than perhaps the originators of a genre called space rock. Pink Floyd will be our featured artist. We'll begin somewhere around 4.30 or so. And, wow, the music, uh, the music just died here. Our, uh, computer's dying. So, uh, I'm going to talk here. It's a cappella, right? No, no music bed in the background. But anyway, we've got a great show lined up. Pink Floyd will throw in some snippets, uh, from that, uh, that last, uh, well, from the, uh, that period of time, that whole week where we were just, uh, glued to the television sets. And, uh, now we're glued to the television sets for different reasons. Here's Randy Newman on a whole nother thing. Thanks for sharing your Saturday with me. It's a whole nother thing.
2: Last night I had a dream, you were in it, and I was in it with you. Never one that I know, never one that you know was in my dream. I saw a vampire, I saw a ghost and Everybody scared me, you scared me the most G my head last night G my head last night Started out in the barnyard, sundown Everyone was left. I was in it with you. Never one that I know. Never one that you know was in my dream. Saw a vampire. I saw a ghost. Everybody scared me. You scared me the most. In dream I had last night. In my head last night, in my dreams.
3: Good night.
0: Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman, listener-supported FM 88.5, KSBR, Jefferson Starship, foreigner Tom Petty, and now that I've got your attention...
1: It makes you sorry Still you don't regret a single day oh, girl Girl, girl When I think of all the times I've tried so hard to leave her She will turn to me and start to cry She promises the earth to me and I believe her After all this time I don't good, she acts as if it's understood, she's cool
3: ooh. ooh, ooh Girl Girl
1: Girl Was she told when she was young
3: know you're not deceiving me. I'd thought that you'd have known much better. Sending round an unsigned letter facing me would be much better now. Is it just that you can't face the future with me? Can't you tell? I'm glad to rid myself of you I'm sad to think about the time I have to go Then I'll turn and walk away So please don't beg for me to stay Cause I know just what I will say to you Is it just that you can't face the future with me? Can't you tell me to my face? The coward's way to say goodbye How would you feel? You'd have known much better Sending wrong and unsigned letter Facing me would be much better now Is it just that you can't face the future with me? Can't you tell me to my face? You just took the coward's way to say goodbye
0: Saddleback College. It's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman. on Listener supported FM 88.5 KSBR. Some songs about uh, relationships gone bad. You know? But uh, kind of in a sophomoric way. Tell me to my face the Hollies, the Bodines, a group that uh, if you're not familiar with you should catch up. They've got Probably uh, close to a dozen albums out. They're from uh, Wisconsin, and uh, they had quite a few, uh, quite a few singles out during the uh, late 1980s, 90s, and uh, they're still performing. Although I don't think any of the original members are still with the group, but uh, you know, go on YouTube and uh, catch up with them. One of my favorite groups from that whole era. And a tune called Something's Telling Me. The Mamas and Papas, Can You Believe Your Eyes and Ears was the name of the album. And got a feeling the Beatles from that remarkable recording that uh, got Brian Wilson's attention of the Beach Boys called Rubber Soul. And my favorite from that particular album, it's called Girl. And uh, start things innocently enough with the Everly Brothers. So we uh, we spanned uh, like six decades. Everly Brothers, Beatles, Mamas and Papas, the Bodines and the Hollies. And uh, first set, well, we concluded it with the Starship. That kind of uh, fit with our theme for today, which is uh, space, the final frontier. Jefferson Starship, Runaway. Foreigner and a tune called Star Rider. Tom Petty, into the great wide open, indeed. And uh, start things off with Randy Newman from his album Sail Away. And perhaps one you missed. Last night, I had a dream. Randy Newman, Tom Petty, Foreigner Starship, the Everly Brothers, the Beatles, Mamas and Poppers, the Bodines and the Hollies. Where else are you going to hear all this at the same time? Hey, a big shout-out to uh, one of our listeners. He called from Shenandoah, Virginia. He drives for the U.S. Postal Service. Hey, big shout-out to Doug. He's listening right now in uh, Shenandoah, Virginia. He drives a route route from uh, Secaucus, New Jersey, all the way down to Atlanta, Georgia, he was telling me. And uh, that's uh, quite a ride. Hey, thanks, Doug. Thanks for listening, and thanks for giving us a call here. It's about 20 before the hour. Uh Hey, thank you so much for sharing your Saturday with me, and we're going to be right back with more great music. And we're back on a whole nother thing. Yeah, Mickey Dolan's at the Coach House tonight. Should be fun. <laughs> Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman. I don't often do that. I don't often play the same song recorded by many uh, different artists, but uh, it's just a great tune, and uh, those are perhaps three of the best uh, interpretations of it. Delaney and Bonnie and Friends on tour featuring Eric Clapton was the name of the album. It was released in uh, 1970. It was recorded... uh, perhaps in the fall of 69. And uh, it was such a... That was perhaps the peak of creativity and rock and roll and just all the different types of music melding together. And the creativity. Everybody was like a free agent. So on that particular record, you have Eric Clapton, you have Bobby Whitlock, Carl Radle, Jim Gordon... <laughs> May sound familiar. They were uh they became Derek and the Domino's Clapton's backing band on uh his solo album. And then of course Layla and Assorted Love Songs. And also these guys played with George Harrison, the three uh three disc box set. Remember that from nineteen seventy? Well, those guys all played on that record. And then you had Joe Cocker and Leon Russell and the uh Mad Dog's an Englishman tour. It was just a great time. A lot of creativity. There were no labels. Everything was thrown out. And uh, that's why I love doing this show, because uh, we have no labels here. We're kind of like Filene's Basement or the Nordstrom Rack. We cut the labels out. There's no labels here. We'll be right back right after this. By the way, uh, before... Uh, Delaney and Bonnie and friends that solo by Clapton was uh one of his best on record. I mean, it just, just tore, just tore down. Rhinoceros right before that, they were the first to record it to my knowledge. It was a failed attempt at a super group from Electra records. And, uh, Bunch of studio musicians, and it's one of my favorite albums of all time. The first Rhinoceros album. If you haven't heard in a long time, revisit it. Rhinoceros, and You're My Girl. And Rod Stewart, from his first solo album, Gasoline Alley, and You're My Girl. It's exactly, well... It's a couple of seconds before
4: 4 o'clock. From Saddleback College Radio and Television, KSBR Mission Viejo.
5: Orange County's 88.5.
4: And online at ksbr.org.
0: Hey, thank you for sharing your Saturday once again with me. They're all precious, aren't they? Open your window. It's a whole nother thing.
6: Open your window
2: and take a deep sigh.
3: Think about letting the rest of the world go fly. A kite taking it easy is easy as pie. And holding your hand is such a natural high. I send flowers. We spend. Did it Living is easy, as easy as pie And holding your hand is such a natural
2: Us, I don't know why we may not be perfect, but heaven knows we try, but all around, even our old friends put us down, let's drop the beer. We'll save Australia Don't want to hurt no kangaroo we'll Build an all-American amusement park there They got surfing too Boom goes London, boom Perry More room for you and more room for me In every city, the whole world just be another American tax for Little B. We set everybody free. You wear a Japanese kimono, baby. You the Italian shoes for me. They all hate us anyhow. So let's drop the big
7: one now. Let's drop the big one now. Diamond necklace, played the pawn. Hand in handsome some drummed along. Woe to a handsome man at baton. A blind class aristocracy. Back through the opera glass, you see the pit and the pendulum drum. dim chandelier awaken me to a song dissolved in the dawn the music haul a costly bow the music all is lost for now to a muted trumpeter sworn. silver moon carriage across the fog to step to lamplight cellar up mm.
0: Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman. Doesn't get much better than that, does it? Surf's Up. That's a kind of a demo version on one of the many box sets that the Beach Boys have released over the last uh, couple of years. And a great tune, Surf's Up. Right,
3: before
0: Not your turn. (laughs) <laughs> Randy Newman, tongue-in-cheek, political science, <laughs> uh, not too far from uh, reality here in uh, 2017. Randy Newman, Flo and Eddie talk about tongue-in-cheek, Mark Volman and Howard Kalin still going at it. Their tour is called Happy Together. It's uh, going to be playing at a venue near you. Quite soon. Catch them. They're a lot of fun and uh, just great. And a tune called Keep It Warm and Start Things Off Innocently Enough with Nielsen and Open Your Window. The Beatles' favorite, favorite singer. Indeed. Harry Nielsen. What a great loss that was. It's about 12 after the hour. Our feature Apollo 11 and Pink Floyd coming up in uh Just about 15 minutes. No flipping. Talk about great tunes. One of the best. Ray Davies and the Kinks. Underture from that uh, terrific album in the summer of 1969 Tommy uh, the first well actually they uh, they did a record called a quick one while he's away and called it a rock opera this was uh, this was the uh, definitive one the under the overture from Tommy right before that Robbie Krieger in the doors in Spanish caravan, and start things off with uh, perhaps one of the finest songs ever crafted in my generation. It's called Waterloo Sunset. The Kinks, Ray Davies. Maybe him and Dave, brother Dave, will get together. Maybe like the Gallagher brothers of Oasis, the battling Gallagher brothers. <laughs> 23 after the hour. Hey, thank you for uh, hanging out with me this afternoon. We'll be right back with our feature Apollo 11 and Pink Floyd. Apollo 11 was launched by a Saturn V rocket from the Kennedy Space Center in Merritt Island, Florida. It launched on July 16th and was the fifth manned mission of NASA's Apollo program. It was the spaceflight that landed the first two humans on the Moon. Mission Commander Neil Armstrong and pilot Buzz Aldrin landed the Lunar Module Eagle on july twentieth, nineteen sixty nine, at twenty eighteen Universal Coordinated Time. Armstrong became the first to step out onto the Lunar surface six hours later on july twenty first at two fifty six fifteen. Buzz Aldrin joined him about 20 minutes later. They spent about two and a quarter hours together outside the spacecraft and collected 47 and a half pounds of lunar material to bring back to Earth. Michael Collins piloted the command module, Columbia. Alone in, uh, while it was in lunar orbit, while they were on the moon's surface, Armstrong and Aldrin spent just under a day on the lunar surface before rendezvousing with Columbia in its lunar orbit. Armstrong and Aldrin landed in the Sea of Tranquility, where they stayed a total of 21 and a half hours, and the uh, astronauts used Eagle's upper stage to lift off from the lunar surface and once again rejoined Collins in the command module. They jettisoned Eagle before they performed the maneuvers that blasted them out of lunar orbit. This put them in a the trajectory back to Earth. They returned to Earth and landed in the Pacific Ocean on July 24th. This was broadcast on live TV to a worldwide audience. And uh, when Armstrong stepped out onto the lunar surface, he described the event as one small step for man, one giant leap for mankind. Apollo 11 effectively ended the space race and fulfilled a national goal proposed in 1961 by then-President John F. Kennedy. John F. Kennedy had said, Before this decade is out, we'll land a man on the moon and return him safely to Earth. Our feature this week, Pink Floyd and the Flight of Apollo 11. Strap on your seatbelts
4: the 60 second mark on the apollo 11 mission t-minus 60 seconds and counting t-minus 60 seconds and counting we passed t-minus 60. 55 seconds and counting Neil armstrong just reported back it's been a real smooth countdown we passed the 50 second mark power transfer is complete we're on internal power with the launch vehicle at this time 40 seconds away from the Apollo 11 liftoff. All the second-stage tanks now pressurized. 35 seconds and counting. We are still go with Apollo 11. 30 seconds and counting. Astronauts report it feels good. T-minus 25 seconds. 20 seconds and counting. T-minus 15 seconds. Guidance is internal. 12, 11, 10, 9, ignition sequence start, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, 0, all engine running, liftoff, we have a liftoff, 32 minutes past the hour, liftoff on Apollo 11. Tower clear. we Neil Armstrong reporting the rolling pitch Program. but us put the Apollo 11 on a proper heading. Never has
0: there been before, nor will there be, anything like this pioneering
6: adventure. What a moment. I am on the way to the moon.
0: The landing on the moon presented an interesting emotional challenge for me. I had just as much time to prepare for that landing as the space program did.
3: 30 seconds.
0: I watched it from the beginning.
3: 30 feet, two and a half down. Tranquility Base
4: here. The Eagle has landed. Oh,
3: boy.
0: And yet, when that vehicle landed on the moon, I was speechless.
8: What? <laughs>
0: I really couldn't say a thing. And when Walter rejoiced, Over man landing on the moon, America rejoiced with him. Neil Armstrong, 38-year-old American standing on the
6: surface of the moon. Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there? Is there anybody out there
3: anybody out there?
4: We copy you down, Eagle. Listen, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed. Roger, Twink. Tranquility, we copy you on the ground. You got a bunch of guys about to turn blue. We're breathing again. Thanks a lot. That's one small step for man, one giant leap for man.
0: From Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman. On listener-supported FM 88.5, KSBR. We've only just begun. Our feature this Saturday, July 15th, is a flight of Apollo 11 that launched on July 16th, 1969. I got to tell you, I have not seen anything on television talking about uh, this historic event. (laughs) And uh, what an incredible thing for uh, anyone alive at that time. As a kid, I was fascinated with astronomy and astronomy. just couldn't imagine actually going to the moon. and President Kennedy at the time promised us he would. We would. And we did. And that shows you what a great country we are when we put our mind to it. Think about it. If we can go to the moon, we can do anything. And, of course, there's all these uh, conspiracy theories that... Uh, came up that it was just a fake, fake news (laughs) 50 years ago. That's what they called it. They said it was done on a Hollywood set and all this other nonsense. Wow. Just spectacular. And, of course, the music accompanying it, Pink Floyd, they created a whole genre called space rock. And we'll talk a little bit about Pink Floyd right after uh, Right after this. We just heard, uh, by the way, careful with that axe, Eugene. First time I heard that, it uh, scared the bejesus out of me. It was really late at night and uh, just me and the radio and that cut came on. And wow. Careful with that axe, Eugene. You might hurt somebody. And Astronomy domine Pink Floyd. You know, since the mid-1960s, they, they have been the premier space rock band. Their music relentlessly tinkering with electronics and special effects, pushing pop formats to their outer limits. And at the same time, they wrestled with lyrical themes and concepts of such massive scale that their music has taken on almost classical, operatic quality in both sound and words. Well, despite their astral image, the group was brought down to earth in the 1980s by power struggles over leadership and ultimately ownership of the band's very name. While Pink Floyd are mostly known for their grandiose concept albums of the 1970s, they started as a quite different sort of psychedelic band. Soon after they first began playing together in the mid-1960s, they fell firmly under the leadership of lead guitarist Sid Barrett, the gifted genius who would write and sing most of their early material. The Cambridge native shared the stage with Roger Waters on bass, Rick Wright on keyboards, and Nick Mason on drums. The name Pink Floyd, seemingly so far out, was actually derived from the first names of two ancient bluesmen, Pink Anderson, and Floyd Council. Initially, Pink Floyd were much more conventional than the act into which they would later evolve. They concentrated on rock and R&B material that was common to the repertoires of mid-1960s British bands. Pink Floyd quickly began to experiment, however, by stretching out songs with wild, instrumental freak-out passages. They incorporated feedback and eerie sounds. This was created by loud amplification and reverb and other such tricks. In 1966, they began to pick up a following in the London Underground. And on stage, they began to incorporate light shows to add to their psychedelic effect. Pink Floyd is our feature this week, along with the uh, commemoration of the first moon landing in 1969. Let's continue Welcome to the machine eat my meat so I can get my dessert. (laughs) Another Brick in the Wall, parts one and two. And uh, right before that, three of the early Pink Floyd songs that caught my attention back at the uh, end of the uh, 1960s decade. See Emily play Arnold Lane and a song that was featured in picture, more, the soundtrack, the Niles song. And start things off with welcome to the machine. Indeed. Welcome to this machine. It's called a whole nother thing. And we do this every Saturday. You and I hang out, listen to a lot of great music and sometimes we even learn things. Isn't that great? We're going to be right back and learn some more. KSBR Mission Viejo, Orange
1: County's
0: eighty-eight five. KSBR is a community service of Saddleback College Radio and Television. Hope you're having a great Saturday, great weekend. Uh, it's summer. Summer is in uh, full swing. Let's talk a little bit more about Pink Floyd, shall we? Well, the group landed a recording contract with EMI Records in early nineteen sixty-seven they made the top 20 with a brilliant debut single, Arnold Lane, which we just heard. And the follow-up, which we just heard, See Emily Play, made the top 10. Their debut album, The Piper, at the Gates of Dawn, was also released in 1967 and was dominated almost wholly by Sid Barrett's songs. Some included lengthy instrumental passages, which we heard in the first set, Astronomy Domine and Interstellar Overdrive. Well, that mapped out their fascination for space travel. The reason Pink Floyd never made a similar album was that Piper was the only one to be recorded under Sid Barrett's leadership. Around mid-1967, Sid began showing increasingly alarming signs of some mental instability. And their first American tour had to be cut short when he was barely able to function at all. Dependent upon Sid Barrett for most of their vision and material, the rest of the group was nevertheless finding him impossible to work with. He was also impossible to live with and even be in the studio with. In the beginning of 1968, guitarist Dave Gilmore, who was a friend of the band, was also from Cambridge, was brought in as a fifth member. The idea was that Gilmore would enable the Floyd to continue as a live outfit Sid Barrett would still be able to write and contribute to the records. and But that wouldn't work either. And within a few months, Barrett was out of the group. Similar to uh, what happened with Brian Wilson and the Beach Boys. Brian stopped touring and just sat back home and wrote songs and produced. And uh, the rest of the band went on. Well, after Sid Barrett's exit, Pink Floyd would regroup and not only maintain their popularity, but eventually become even more successful. David Gilmour was an excellent guitar player, and the band proved capable of writing enough original material to generate further ambitious albums. Roger Waters would eventually emerge as the dominant composer. The 1968 release, titled A Sorcerer Full of Secrets, used Sid Barrett's vision as an obvious blueprint and over the next four years, Pink Floyd would continue to polish their brand of experimental rock while abandoning the singles market and further concentrating on album-length works. They built a huge following in the progressive rock underground with constant touring in both Europe and North America. While LPs like Amagumma and Adam Har- Mother* were erratic, each contained some extremely effective music. And by the early 1970s, Sid Barrett was a fading or non-existent memory for most of Pink Floyd's fans. The album Metal, released in 1971, further polished the science fiction ambiance that the group had been exploring ever since 1968. Pink Floyd, along with our tribute to the Apollo 11 space mission, is our featured artist on this week's Whole Nother Thing. We'll talk more about Pink Floyd, but first, more music.
3: Look, Mummy, the snow played up in the sky. All right.
0: Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing with Bob Goodman. On listener-supported FM 88.5, KSBR, marooned. Something I hope none of us ever has the uh, pleasure of. Bing Floyd is our featured artist, along with uh, tribute to Apollo 11, August, uh, July 1969. Marooned, of course, time And something you may have missed, it's a tune called The Pillow of Winds, and starred the set with Goodbye Blue Sky, from the wall, of course. Well, nothing prepared Pink Floyd or their audience for the massive mainstream success of Dark Side of the Moon in 1973. It made their brand of cosmic rock even more approachable with state-of-the-art production, more focused songwriting, an army of stereophonic sound effects and touches of saxophone and some really soulful female backup vocals. Dark Side of the Moon finally broke Pink Floyd as superstars in the U.S. It made number one. More astonishingly, it made them one of the biggest selling acts of all time. Dark Side of the Moon spent... An incomprehensible 741 weeks on the Billboard album chart. Additionally, the primarily instrumental textures of the songs helped make Dark Side of the Moon easy translatable on an international level, and the record became, and still is, one of the most popular rock albums worldwide. Dark Side proved to be an extremely hard act to follow, however, The follow-up, Wish You Were Here, also made number one, and it was highlighted by a tribute of sorts to the long-departed Sid Barrett. The tribute was titled, Shine On, You Crazy Diamond. Animals soon followed by this time, Waters was taking a firm hand over Pink Floyd's direction and its vision, and it was consolidated by the wall. The wall was a huge success even by Pink Floyd standards in part because the music was losing some of its heavy-duty electronic textures in favor of more approachable pop elements. Although Pink Floyd had really even released singles since the late 60s, one of the tracks, which we heard earlier, Another Brick in a Wall, became a transatlantic number one hit. The band had been launching increasingly elaborate stage shows throughout the 70s, but the touring production of The Wall, it featured a construction of an actual wall during the band's performance was the most excessive yet Pink Floyd is our feature and uh, we'll get to the last set right after this and we're back on a whole nother thing hey thank you so much for sharing your Saturday with me about to take you to the great gig in the sky Saddleback College, it's a whole nother thing. Never gets tired, does it? Pink Floyd, comfortably numb from the wall, and my favorite of theirs, us and them, it still gives me goosebumps. And we start off with uh, the great gig in the sky. The great gig in the sky, indeed. Whoa, where did time go? It's... uh, (laughs) We're done. Just uh, put a closing note, of course, Roger Waters still tours and uh, does it quite well, has the whole thing down. It's just like watching Floyd. You know, it'd be great if they could all get back together. I mean, of course, that can't happen because of recent passings. But, uh, you know, if Gilmore and Waters could get together, that would be uh, good enough. Pink Floyd, a tribute to the uh, first moon, man, moon landing almost 50 years ago. My goodness, where did that time go? Well, yes, they're playing my song. It's time for me to scoot on out. Got to make way for the Bash brothers, Don and uh, JJ. They're uh, chomping at the bit to get in the studio this evening. They're going to be here at 8 o'clock. They're going to entertain you and amuse you for the next two hours, I promise. If not, I'll give you your money back. Hey, be careful out there. And, uh, of course, as I mention every week, be kind to your fellow human beings. And, hey... Thank you so much for letting me play some records for you once again. Until next Saturday. By the way, next Saturday, our feature will be Counting Crows. I've got crows in my backyard, and they're not counting, but uh, these do. That's next Saturday. Until then, stick around. And this is Bob Goodman saying, see ya.